This podcast is brought to you by Reynolds and Reynolds, the industry leader in automotive technology. Find out why dealers choose Reynolds over other providers by visiting reyrey.com slash win. That's R-E-Y-R-E-Y dot com slash W-I-N. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Daily Drive. I'm Steve Schmidt with Automotive News. It's Friday, February 12th. It's been a busy week here at Automotive News. Our team has been working around the clock to bring you the latest news coming out of the NADA's 2021 virtual show. And although the show was smaller this year as a result of the coronavirus pandemic, headlines throughout the week reveal a pretty consistent theme. Optimism. Genesis dealers could triple sales in 2021. Porsche dealers aim to ride the sales momentum. Mitsubishi dealers enthused by product wave. Kia expects sales and inventory gains. All headlines in automotive news this week that reflect dealers' optimism for the year ahead. Something we first reported on in the February 1st edition, where we revealed the results of our 2021 Automotive News Dealer Outlook survey. Despite the impact the pandemic had on the industry in 2020, there are a lot of reasons for automotive dealers to be bullish on 2021. For many dealerships across the country, 2020 was their most profitable year ever. Demand was strong, and according to the NADA, gross profit per new vehicle rose 18%, while gross profit per used vehicle rose 12%. At the same time, operating costs declined, creating a winning formula for profitability. Still, despite their optimism, dealers do voice concerns about 2021, particularly with regard to new inventory and what might lie ahead under the new Biden administration. What else did auto retailers reveal in our annual Dealer Outlook survey? We've caught up with Automotive News Retail Editor Amy Wilson to share what dealers are saying about the year ahead. Amy, thanks for joining me today on Daily Drive. How are you? I'm doing well, Steve. Thanks for having me here. I, I know it's a busy week with NADA behind us, and you and the team have been just doing some amazing coverage of the show. But even before the show, um, the team did their annual Dealer Outlook study. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about the study, how long Automotive News has been doing it, and what does it measure? Um, sure, Steve. We started doing this survey in the early 2010s, um, and at the beginning of each year, we wanted to find a way to gauge what dealers were expecting for the coming year. Uh, it actually went on hi- hiatus for a few years um, a while back, but uh, we brought it back last year in 2020 because it seemed more important than ever to hear directly from dealers on how they saw business changing for them. Um, as for what it measures, uh, we do ask a lot of operational questions, both about the past year's performance and their forecasts for the coming year. Um, we're trying to assess how strong they feel business has been and what they expect to change. So we ask about profitability, vehicle sales expectations, their hiring plans for the year, where they see the most opportunity for growth during the coming year. Sometimes we ask about special circumstances, uh, for instance, how they might expect a presidential race to affect business during an election year, or as in the case of this year's survey, how they expected the change from the Trump administration to the Biden administration to affect the auto industry. Well, 2020 was certainly a year like no other. Uh, I think there are signs of optimism on the horizons in, in, you know, not only the industry, but I think in our personal lives as well. So what are the headlines coming out of this year's survey? Well, the survey has a lot of legs. Uh, we always plan a story that covers the main takeaways about dealers' expectations for the year. 
And we did that in our February 1st issue. Uh, it really revealed just how strong business turned out to be in 2020, despite the pandemic, uh, with many dealers having the most profitable year ever. And uh, I, I know that was a surprise to many, and I would argue it even surprised dealers to see that happening as it was unfolding last year for them. When the pandemic first hit last March, we actually did a follow-up to our 2020 outlook survey, and that, not surprisingly, found that dealers' outlook had plummeted. Uh, but this was at the depths of the coronavirus crisis. Customers had stopped visiting showrooms. Sales were plunging. Some state and local governments were starting to shut down or severely limit sales activity. And people were scared. So it's it's no wonder dealers backpedaled on what had been a pretty sunny forecast just weeks before. Um, now, by the time of this January, this past January 2021, that optimism had largely returned, uh, buoyed by that incredible profitability dealers had seen in the back half of last year. Um, as far as other headlines, you know, beyond that overview story, we also wrote about the wariness dealers have about the current political climate and the changes the Biden administration will bring to the industry. Um, and then there were also questions in the, about hiring in the survey, and that helped inform a story that ran this week about dealership employment rebounding. Uh, there's also likely a couple more stories coming up that will use data we gleaned from the uh, survey results. One of the interesting on things on profitability that caught my eye, you reported in your overview story that pre-tax profits for 2020 were the highest since 2015. So as you say, profitability was uh, higher than I think many people expected. But when you look at the data, about 47% still think said that their profits would be the same or even worse than, than 2020. What do you think has given dealers some pause? Well, I'd actually flip that and point out that slightly more than half expect their profits this year in 2021 to be better or much better. Um, and that surprised me. Uh, that's pretty darn optimistic to think you can beat out the record profit levels set last year. Um, and in fact, that's why I think nearly half of the dealers, that other almost half, why they're more cautious. So they're really asking themselves how sustainable their current pricing power and their per-vehicle profits really are, and they're concluding that it, it can't last, or at least maybe not for the whole year. So of that, um, half the, nearly half that you mentioned, 47%, um, most of those are still expecting to match 2020's profits. So, so they see that in a positive light. All good, all good signals and optimism uh, on the on the horizon. So you look around the dealership. Where do dealers see the most opportunity for profitable growth in 2021? Well, the con the clear consensus on that among the dealers answering our survey was with used vehicle sales. More than 40% of them selected that option, well in front of the 26% who selected the service business as second place. And both segments of, of both of those segments of the business were hit hard during the pandemic, but the used car business has roared back in a much bigger way. So you look ahead, what does that mean for the used car market? Uh, Dave Muller on our team reported on uh, used car markets last week or, or recently in Automotive News was was with Jason Stein on a recent episode of Daily Drive. Um, what what do you think all of this means for the used car market? Well, you know, as with new vehicles, the inventory is pretty limited for good used cars right now, too. 
Um, so dealerships have been able to price those used cars higher and take in bigger gross profits. It really, uh, the circumstances of last year made for a roller coaster uh, of a used car market in 2020. Um, one dealer uh, recently recalled it this way to David Muller, um, you know, for that story you referenced there. Uh, and um, the dealer told us that last spring when business was shutting down, he had $40 million in used car inventory on the ground at his dealerships. And he had a hard time sleeping at night. Um, but in hindsight, he actually wished he'd had $80 million of inventory built up. So, you know, he and many other dealers and industry forecasters are really expecting a pretty hot spring for used vehicle sales. And, you know, customers will have tax return checks, maybe stimulus checks. Uh, and a lot of dealers have been out there trying to build up their used car inventory levels to be ready for this. You mentioned new car inventory and, and to your point the dealers are maybe limiting their optimism around profitability coming in from that segment of their of their business overall how concerned are our dealers about the availability of new inventory well i would say it really is a pressing worry for them um new vehicle inventory levels have still not normalized after the pandemic shut down vehicle assembly plants uh last year in the spring and now the microchip shortage is is kind of like a double whammy for them. Um, it's shutting down assembly plants here on a temporary basis. Sometimes, uh, you know, we're seeing new headlines every day about that. Um, and while that shortage, the, the shortage stemming from the micro, microchip situation, that was known when we fielded our survey in January, but I think people weren't quite yet aware of how deeply it was going to affect production. But even so, Dealers communicated a pretty mixed response on where they saw inventory levels going in 2021. Uh, about 70% of the survey response respondents said they were still experience, experiencing new vehicle shortages. And when asked uh, what they thought inventory levels or when they thought inventory levels would normalize, the biggest group of the respondents, a bit over a third, said by the end of June. But the second biggest group, a quarter of them, said they don't expect it to happen during this calendar year at all. So, you know, while no one wants to have these inventory challenges, one positive we can take out of this is the longer these vehicle shortages persist, the longer dealerships will be able to get higher prices and bigger profit margins on the cars that they do have ready to sell. I mean, and that has just been a... Uh, you know, a pretty unique circumstance um, that we've seen where, you know, some dealers are, um, you know, just getting sticker price for new cars. And that that was something we hadn't really been seeing before, not for a long time. We'll be right back with more of my conversation with Automotive News Retail Editor, Amy Wilson. In an industry where winning versus losing is seen as being an industry leader versus closing up shop, the stakes have never been higher. For Jason Owens, owner of Patriot Automotive Group, winning is easy. Profitability comes simple. How does he do it? Using a single system that makes doing business and maximizing every profit opportunity easy throughout the dealership. A system built to win. Let's hear directly from Jason how Patriot Automotive Group wins with Reynolds & Reynolds. Everything that we have is designed around our DMS. This is everything. This is the bank, the safe, the vault. This definitely is the epicenter of our business. Every time you come into one of our stores, you get a consistent message. It's the same process, nothing different. 
It's all about the customer experience and how we can make things transparent and easy. And that really is everything to our business. If you have people in process, profitability comes simple. Experience increased efficiencies, boosted revenue, reduced expenses, improved CSI, and greater long-term profitability with Reynolds Retail Management System. To hear more of Jason's story and learn more about the Reynolds Retail Management System, visit rayray.com slash win. That's R-E-Y-R-E-Y dot com slash W-I-N. You mentioned when we started that this year's Outlook study talked a little bit about or inquired a little bit about the transition from the Trump administration to the Biden administration, uh, maybe even touched a little bit upon a regulatory environment. What are dealers saying about this transition uh, from from President Trump to President Biden? Um, well, they think it will affect them. Um, and most dealers, about 71 percent are actually bracing for a negative impact from the change in administration. Uh, many are saying they're concerned about the possibility of higher taxes and fuel prices. Um, they're uncertain um, what fiscal policy will, will end up being. Uh, they expect stricter fuel economy policy, tougher financial regulation, more oversight from federal, federal agencies, particularly the um, uh, CFPB is, is a concern there. Um, but some dealers indicated to us that they weren't as concerned. This was a much smaller group, but, uh, you know, they said they'd be able to make money regardless of who was in charge in Washington. Um, one of those respondents, uh, you know, he kind of put his focus on the technical pro- progress that dealers have made in the past year as it, as it relates to, uh, digital retailing and, and online retailing tools. And he said, if we are able to master digital retailing, it will not matter who is the president of this country. We will continue to grow. We also asked dealers whether they thought the auto industry needed more stimulus help from Washington. And um, almost half of them said no. A third said yes. Restaurants, sure. Um, when asked what kind of stimulus strategy they favored, the biggest group of those dealers, about 40%, wanted direct relief payments to consumers. And that makes sense. It will help some consumers turn right around and buy cars. Uh, the second biggest group after that, about a third, favored more paycheck protection program money for dealerships. Um, and that was a bit of, of a surprise to me um, because they, they said that after the industry has experienced its highest profits ever. Yes, interesting indeed. Let's turn to talent. Let's close with talent. You'd mentioned um, the study uh, explored what dealers were thinking about talent, were thinking about hiring. Um, so how are they thinking about hiring? Are they are they struggling? Uh, are they finding the people? Are they coming back to employment levels, pre-pandemic employment levels? What are, you, what are we hearing? Well, dealers are hiring again. Um, almost a third of the survey respondents said they did plan to hire to expand their headcount in 2021, and and dealers broadly are hiring, um, you know, to replace people uh, beyond that. Um, and uh, it, it's true that many dealerships did cut back their um, headcount severely in 2020. At one point uh, last spring. Employment at dealerships had dropped by hundreds of thousands of jobs um, in, ju- in just the previous few weeks. Um, you know, but then things started to stabilize and dealerships began bringing people back. And uh, by year end, employment levels were 
back up over the 1 million mark for the U.S. franchised dealership industry. Um, that's according to the National Automobile Dealers Association. Um, and the industry had been hovering around the 1.1 million mark for several years. It, it had really stabilized in that area. So we're kind of, we're getting pretty close uh, to returning there. We might not get there all the way anytime soon, at least. Uh, some dealership hiring expert experts expect the job count in the industry will will probably stay uh, five to ten percent lower than than it was, um, you know, at that one point one million job level. Um, they expect that to continue for a while here, um, you know. But the hiring is still happening, and you know, to your point about um, where dealers are looking, uh, you know, we've we've identified an interesting trend that uh, there have been a lot of dealers turning to the hospitality industry. Um, that that industry and other industries have been much harder hit by the pandemic, and there are a lot of people out of work, um, but they have great customer experience, um, uh, customer service experience uh, to rely on, and, and some dealers are, are really finding that, that people who worked in restaurants and hotels and the like have uh, moved over to working in dealerships pretty successfully. Um, and, uh, so, so that's, uh, an area that they're focusing on. Um, and, you know, to the point about the hiring increase, uh, an, another data point in the survey that reveals, uh, reveals that is, uh, we asked the dealers where they expected expenses to rise the most in 2021 and payroll expenses was where the biggest group of the respondents, nearly a third, said that they expected costs to rise. So, you know, they're out there, they're planning to hire, and, uh, you know, they're they're looking forward generally to a, a pretty good year in 2021. Absolutely. And and frankly, I think cost rising in, in personnel means more business, and that's a sign of optimism as well. Absolutely. I mean, we always say dealers are an optimistic bunch and, um, you know, even in a pandemic, they're they're proving so. Terrific. Amy, congratulations to you and the team for a wonderful week of covering NADA. Optimism abounds among the dealer group. I appreciate you uh, spending a few minutes uh, during a busy week and joining me this morning on Daily Draft. Well, Steve, thanks so much for having us. I appreciate the opportunity to talk about what we've been doing. That's Daily Drive for Friday, February 12th. For breaking news, go to autonews.com. And to catch up on all of our episodes of Daily Drive, go to autonews.com forward slash Daily Drive. Thanks for listening and enjoy the weekend. We'll be back next week.